This is the Bridges and Tables podcast. We hope to serve the local church by raising awareness to the rising ethnic and racial diversity of people in Sioux Falls and beyond. We seek to make a space to hear from others who don't share particular social circles. As a result, we often miss out on connecting with and supporting each other in meaningful ways. This podcast seeks to be a bridge toward understanding by creating a virtual table for listening and prayerfully an open door towards collaborative partnerships in all shapes and sizes. Welcome to the Bridges and Tables podcast. Uh, Thank you for being on this journey with us. This is our first debut episode here, and I've been uh, so honored to have Pastor Santosh join us here today. Um, So, Pastor Santosh, uh, would you be able to just tell us a little bit about yourself and um, kind of what, what do you do here in Sioux Falls, and how did you come to Sioux Falls? Uh, thank you for inviting me today. Um, it is an honor to be um, in this podcast and to tell about God's uh, great work in me and through me um, in Sifos right now. My name is Santos Sharma, and Sharma is kind of a priestly name um, to, in a Hindu, Hindu background. So I was born in Bhutan. I was a um, uh, year and a half old when I left the country as a refugee and was in Nepal for almost 20 plus years. So I came to US as an immigrant in 2012. And that was a greatest blessing. I mean, like it, it is like God, um, God's grace, only God's grace could have done that because I was not, I mean, like nobody, no immigrants is able to come to the United States on their own. Um, it needs a lot of money or a lot of education, mm-hmm. but uh, it was God's grace. In 2012, we came here. I came with my um, daughter, Justina, my wife, Sarah. And in 2013, I felt the need and that we should start a church. Or I, I was not planning to start a church, but I was just uh, kind of working towards um, building a small community where we all can, we Christ follower can kind of gather and worship. We started in, in our apartment, and with a couple of our friends' help, uh, we started church in around 2013, close to 2014. Mm, wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's awesome. Thank you for, for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, what would you say um, are ways that you've seen God at work in the city uh, through your church or, or neighborhood or just in your personal life, any of those? Um. I am so thankful for Sioux Falls, South Dakotans, I mean, like welcoming all the immigrants here. I mean, this is so beautiful city. I love being here. And in 2014, I had to, for my study, move down to Oklahoma and came back. Um, until that time frame, I had my brother, my friend, um, one of our pastors, and um, he was the lead um, for until 2017, until I came back. But Sioux Falls has been a blessing. Um, it, it, it is a great place. And in my personal life, I have seen God's work mightily. I mean, just, just coming to America is the biggest blessing that I had. And after coming here, uh, we, we, we have seen a miracle in our lives. My mom's uh, when she came here, we brought her in a wheelchair. 
um, my brother was sick. Um, we that that's how we got um, uh, Christ in our heart because of our brother. But my mother was also sick. But in America, in the United States, uh, my mother got healed. She's working now, and it, it's a blessing. Mm. That's awesome. It's really special for me to. Uh, to sit here with you today, Pastor Santosh, um, you. with you being from uh, Nepal. Um, and uh, when we, uh, my family, we lived in Akron for a few years, and we got to know uh, dear uh, brothers and sisters in Christ from the Nepali church and just had some really beautiful experiences that we were able to uh, be a part of there. Um, uh, what's the... Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Jay Masi. Jay Masi, yes. So Jay Masi. So if it's kind of greeting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a victorious Jesus, you know, mm. kind of saying that way. Jay Jay Masi. And uh, if you see, um, how would you recognize someone from uh, Nepal in Sioux Falls? Is, is it possible to uh, identify? Yeah, since I, uh, like I said, I came from. I was born in Bhutan, and mm-hmm. our community, Bhutanese Nepali community, it's kind of mm-hmm. people from. Like original Nepali people would know the difference that our tone of talking Nepali is kind of a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But uh, we can know um, if they are from Nepali by how they talk, their accent, I guess, and the food that we we like to eat, the spicy food. Mm-hmm. Is chapati? Is that one of the chapati? Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. But that that's kind of morally mostly um, Indian kind of food. But we we like chapati too. Okay, that's awesome. We call it roti. Oh, roti. Roti. R- r- roti? Yeah. Roti. Are there any uh, Nepali or uh, restaurants where you can go to eat? Um, um, there is one in um, East Tent, um, um, probably near the Arrowhead uh, Walmart okay. over there. Yeah. yeah. There, was, there, there, there was a restaurant, I believe it's still there, a Himalayan restaurant, something like that. Yes. Okay. I think I know the one you're talking about. That's awesome. I'll have to enjoy some yeah, next time uh, I can. Yeah, good food. Uh, going back to uh, your church and as you've been leading it for how, now how many years? Um, um, we started in 2013, close to 2014, and I left the church and went to uh, further my study because I felt the need. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever I had in me was not, a, uh, not enough to continue uh, mm-hmm. further. Um, I believe someone, I, I don't know who said that, uh, uh, there's a very... Uh, powerful quote I like to quote uh, whatever got you here will not take you to the mm-hmm. another level I mean like well, I feel that and I went to Rama Bible Training College mm-hmm. and did my pastoral for three years course over there and came back in 2017 and took over the church again so mm-hmm. since 2017 so that'd be four years me continuing to mm-hmm. be a lead pastor at Awakening Generation Church in Sioux Falls. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll have your uh, contact info listed in the product, uh, the podcast uh, description um, when you click click on the podcast. So we'll just look for that uh, for if people want to connect with you uh, later on too in an email or just to get to know more about Awakening Generations Church or what have you with that. But um, what would you say has been a way that um, that God has uh, uh, just shown himself to you through your church? What, what, what's something he's been teaching you uh, lately? Uh, lately, I would say patience and mm. um, being being um, consistent in, in working. Sometimes um, being in this country where Christianity, I believe, is highest rate, mm-hmm. um, I think that is true still, but... Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, it is hard when we don't see much growth mm. and because people here when they come to United States it is they might come with different intention or but when they get in here they are more focused on developing or building themselves or making a you know materialistic mm-hmm. people are looking for some material thing rather than kingdom of god so i think that is the mm-hmm. challenge but um, god has been teaching me to be patient and to continually uh, be where i am and do what i'm supposed to do and what i'm called to do Ooh, boy, yeah, you hit on a big cultural idol. Yeah, I think in our time, yeah, uh, materialism, consumerism, all, yeah, all of the above, and how they've influenced the church. So mm-hmm. I think that those are, patience is, is so key with that. Um, uh, what did it bring to mind for me? Um, yeah, well, what would you say as part of, like, um, your transition here initially to the U.S.? What was, like, what was the hardest, one of the hardest parts of, of that? Boy, that is, that is, that is so easy, I guess. Easy question. <laughs> the hardest part I felt was the culture. Um, and um, the differences that we had, you know. Mm-hmm. The, and, and the language, language is still uh, difficult. English that I'm speaking right now is not my first language. <laughs> it is, you're doing a great job, <laughs> okay. by the way. You're okay. doing awesome. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And um, the first thing um, was the culture. So when I say culture, it, it is not just how we dress or how we eat. It, it is totally different thinking pattern. Mm. Yes. So the Western mm. mind is different and <laughs> our mind uh, is different. Uh, Sometimes it's kind of relating to things and seeing things differently. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest challenge. And, and when I came here in 2012, I, I was also into kind of success business, so to say, you know, um, building my own um, things and kind of being rich, I guess, because that, that is what I was lacking in Nepal. I was in a refugee camp, never seen a money, I mean, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I came here, I, it, it was a challenge for me uh, not to fall into that trap mm-hmm. and seek kingdom first, that Bible mm-hmm. says, um, and he sell supply all our needs according to his riches and glory. Mm-hmm. So I have been supplied, I've been blessed. And right now, um, I'm doing my doctoral from Asbury. Pretty so awesome. I think when I, when I look back, mm-hmm. I could have not been where I am right now if I would have not listened to the voice that God was uh, wanting me to uh, follow and be an example. I think uh, it is not just what I have achieved. It is what I have become had uh, been a greatest blessing in my life. Yes, that's huge. Yeah, I've heard it said somewhere where God's, yeah, God's not as interested in what we produce for him, but who we are becoming. Amen. Yeah, and I think that's, that's huge. Um, what would you say as far as, um, do you have any encouragements for people in Sioux Falls who like, want to, um, they want to help with that transition and do like a different culture for either people maybe who are, who are new refugees here or, or even for people who have been around for a while and maybe they're still, um, you know, get, getting connected more into Sioux Falls. Like if someone from that's local to Sioux Falls, what would some of your encouragements be to, to what would be most helpful? 
Uh, awesome. I think Seafalls has been the uh, greatest blessing in my life. I Wherever mm-hmm. I would go, I would never forget what people of Seafalls has done mm-hmm. and open their heart for immigrants like me. And mm-hmm. um, and the uh, other thing that I would like encourage people uh, to do is just like Seafalls. I, I love Seafalls. <laughs> wherever I go, I, I, I like people of Seafalls. They, they are so open. They are, they are so welcoming. And I have so great friends uh, around here in town. Um, they are like, sometimes they listen to me without understanding me. <laughs> but still, you know, they are listening. But um, encouragement would be uh, just for Seafalls people, just keep doing what you guys are doing. You guys have been mm-hmm. doing great and um, welcoming people uh, like me and and some other for, for some other people would be be patient you know sometime i mean like it, it is needed to not just the south dakotans but but to everybody patience um, that's why we've been lacking uh, in these days i guess because of all the cultural transition that we are going through everything is coming microwave generation kind of thing you know we want it fast but um, I think Seafalls is doing great. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for your encouragement. For Amen. Us. But yeah, I'm sure we can always grow and, and do better at listening, probably more than anything, you know. Um, so thank you for, again for, yeah, allowing us to be a listener to you. Um, are there any, uh, just kind of moving on here to a different question, uh, are there any gaps in the city where you sense or see that the church could be addressing more um uh anything that were issues or people are falling through the cracks that that you feel like the church could be engaging as a leader um i think it is not just to different cultural church but it is as a church as a general that uh, we we fail to address a discipleship Part, you know, in our churches. And uh, the reason I say that is because we might be um, thinking about kind of reaching out to other nations or other country to disciple or be a missionary, but th- this can be a greatest mission field in our, in our lifetime. Uh, and we can raise our church, uh, equip the laity people mm, yes. to be to be to be Christ centered mm-hmm. in their personal life wherever they are where they can be working at the hospital or the mm-hmm. or the Smithfield biggest company in our Sioux Falls you know mm-hmm. uh, wherever they are they can they can be light mm-hmm. they can be a uh, uh, gospel carrier yeah. wherever they are i think uh, as mm-hmm. not to address just the Nepali churches in Sioux Falls but to address all other churches mm-hmm. i i have had uh, friend pastor friends um, they have a lot of plan, a lot of, lot of uh, mission, but it is all going out. But why not we, we, we have some, some in Falls? What are we doing with our own? Mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. said, you shall go into your own first. You know, even when Matthew, when Jesus called um, James and John, uh, Peter, they, they were brothers. They were, they were kind of relational first. So um, I think we can, as a church, we can do best when we when we get in focus so that we can be out focused mm. later. You know, it's, it's kind of mm. out is kind of, 
I, I can't handle that. But what about me right now? What about yeah. inward? Let's go deep before yeah. we go wide. wide. Yeah, correct. No, that's huge. I think, yeah, discipleship. Yeah, you uh, hit the nail on the head there, Pastor Santosh. Praise the Lord. Uh, last last question that I have here um, for you is uh, as um, yeah as we've just kind of been living in just the backdrop of 2020 and uh, wanting to I think for a lot of people wanting to see more unity and for the church how do you how do you um, see the church moving more and closer towards the picture of Revelation 7-9, all tribes, tongues, worshiping the Lamb, worshiping Jesus, um, and really believing that we can experience at least a taste of that here on earth and not having to wait until the new heavens, the new earth. Amen. What are what are some of your, your thoughts on that? I think that is that is so profound, and we are, we, we're getting there, I believe, because... Um, we are experiencing that either people like it or not they have their some other country neighbor in their neighborhood mm-hmm. some <laughs> it is not the same anymore yeah. you know so mm-hmm. even in my uh, neighborhood there are a couple people from different country and either i like it or not it is there i mean like god has been bringing that to our home mm-hmm. uh, we might not liking it but so how mm-hmm. do we do that i mean like i think one one thing that we need to understand about God is His grace. Mm, so yes. He has been gracious, not just to me, but to my neighbor as well. Mm. So Jesus' greatest commandment, when people ask, what is it? He said, love your God. But, but the other thing is, love your neighbor. Mm. So how do we do that? It is, I believe, relying on the grace of God and not trusting our own um, understanding mm. and not leaning to our own understanding, but trusting in the grace of God because He is enabling us to love. Mm. And only people I have felt hard to love uh, are are the people when I am operating in my knowledge. But when I'm operating in the grace of God, it is easy for me to love. It is easy for me to forgive. And we can build, I think, revelations that the, the big picture of the church, every tribe, every kindred coming to coming to worship God, it is when we understand that God is not into some cultural um, or, or, or ethnical differences, but He is into uh, humanity. He loves everyone, and we have to grasp that feeling, that heart of God, mm. that He is loving everyone, no matter who we are no matter what language we speak, even no matter what we do. Mm. He is into it. Mm. He loves every one of us. So when we grasp that feeling, that heartbeat of God, that would cause, I believe, easy for us, church, to break the barrier of denomination, doctrinal Mm. background, you know, whatever it is, whatever causing that Mm. barrier or the wall, Mm. it will go down and... Uh, would be easy. It would be easy for us to love each other. Yeah, that's great. I couldn't resonate more with that. Yeah, the grace of God and being brought along by the Spirit of God. Amen. I think, to, Amen. To step into that. Yeah, so that's great. Well, Pastor Santosh, I want to thank you so much for your uh, generous time today, uh, just for speaking with me. And uh, whoever happens to listen to this, I hope you're blessed. 
And if you want to, again, get in contact with Pastor Santosh or just find out more about his ministry and what he's doing and uh, just learn more about his story, uh, feel free to look at the pod- podcast description below. So again, thank you, Pastor Santosh. Thank you so much for having me. God bless you. Jai Masih. Jai Masih.